This is Donna Skoglund, and you are listening to The Pleasure Project Podcast, episode 147. There's a topic that has been coming up in a lot of my coaching sessions recently, and I felt like I needed to do a podcast on it because my guess is that this can probably help you, and that is speaking your truth. So why is it so hard for some of us to speak our truth? I know that there are times in my life where I really struggle with this. And through my own journey of being coming aware of this and working on this, I realized that when we have a hard time expressing ourselves in conversation, it's because we're going into a stress response. So when you go into a stress response, you do one of four things, fight, flight, freeze, or fawn. What this looks like in conversation is when you fight, you are someone that argues. Maybe you yell, you throw judgment, you say words that can hurt. Now, if you are a someone that goes into flight mode, you leave the room, you exit, stage left. If you are someone that goes into freeze, and that's what I do, you shut down. You can't find words, your mind goes blank, and you stay silent. And it's almost like a passive aggression. And then the final one is if you go into fawn. So fawning is basically people-pleasing, where you tell the other person what they want to hear so that you avoid any kind of conflict. So when I noticed that this was happening for me, that I was going into a freeze response when I was arguing with my husband, I started to look at it and started to examine what was happening in those moments where I just felt like I I couldn't get clarity on what I wanted to say. And I, I felt like I couldn't have a good argument. So I would just sit there and he would he's a fighter. He goes into fight mode. So he attacks with his words. He gets defensive and sometimes mean. And I'm shutting down. And then I just didn't like how I was showing up to these conversations because I felt like I wasn't able to speak my voice. So I realized what I needed to do was stay really present to self-regulate in the moment so so I could get out of that stress response. And from that place, from a place of being more relaxed, I could be more clear and stand up for myself and speak my truth and tell him what I wanted to say. So often we want to avoid conflict. And we think that if we don't speak our truth, we're keeping the peace. What's really happening when we're cre- when we're doing that, when we're not sharing, openly, honestly, vulnerably, is that we're creating the opposite of peace in our own minds. So instead of having the war on the outside, we're having a war within ourselves in our own minds. I think we all want to be able to express ourselves and be seen and heard. So women especially because of patriarchal conditioning and because as women, we're supposed to look pretty and not say anything and not take up too much space. So many of us struggle with this. So the first thing I tell my clients when 
they want to change this is, but they, you know, there's a lot of fear around speaking up is that, and, and always speaking up, the, the biggest fear is how other people are going to respond, how they're going to perceive you, what they're going to think, what they're going to feel. So I always remind my clients that speaking your truth is for you, not the other person. You're not doing it so that they respond in a certain way. You're doing it because you want to be the kind of person who can express yourself, especially if you are someone that has a tendency to people please. When you people please, it's an attempt to control other people's thoughts and feelings. We think that if we say what they want to hear, if we say yes, if we agree with them, they'll feel good. And then when they feel good, we can feel okay. We give ourselves permission to feel good. But the irony is when we're doing that, we're not being honest. And we know that it doesn't feel good to lie, to be disingenuine. And then we actually end up feeling terrible. And then the big picture of that people pleasing is putting other people's feelings and well-being above yours. So that is, you know, in the moment, it might feel easier to just placate, but it's actually in the long run, in the big picture, it it's not useful. It's not helpful. It's not productive. And you will always end up showing up in a way that you don't want to and maybe agreeing to things that are just not what you want to do or, or who you are. So when you want, when I'm working with my clients on speaking their truth, I always want to know why. Why? Do they want to speak up in a specific situation? What are they hoping to get out of it? Because I think there's some good reasons to speak your truth, and I think there's some not good reasons. And whenever you make a decision, you always want to know why you're making a decision, and you also want to feel good about the decision and good about that reason. So here are some good reasons to speak your truth. So number one is there is a boundary that's being crossed, and you need to communicate that. So maybe you don't like the way you're being spoken to, or you don't like the way you're being treated, and you want to express that. The second reason, the good reason, is you need to give them information that applies to them. <laughs> you need to give them information that affects them. So recently, I coached someone who's who wants to leave her husband, and she's really scared of having that very difficult conversation. But obviously, this is how she feels and she needs to have that conversation. So she, he, you know, obviously this applies to him. And then the third reason is you want something to change. You want things to be different. You're, you don't want things to continue that the way they have, and you need to express that. So the not great reason to speak your truth is because you want the other person to feel bad. This often happens when we feel like we have suffered and we want the other person to suffer. It's it's like a tit for tat mentality. But the thing is, like you think it's going to feel good to tell someone how you feel. And especially if you feel like you've suffered and you want them to feel that and, and feel their own suffering, it actually doesn't feel good. Although, you know, you are, it's like the ego part of us feels like, or we're going to feel some sense of, I don't know, revenge or something, but it doesn't feel good. So if that is your reason, just question if if you really, if that will really make you feel better. 
So what are your reasons for wanting to speak your truth in a specific situation? And do you like those reasons? So the second step is often we go right into trying to figure out how we're going to say it, what words we're going to use to speak our truth. But the problem is if we're feeling a lot of nervousness and if we're feeling scared or if we're in a stress response, our higher brain goes offline and it's really hard to think clearly. It's really hard to find words. So instead of thinking about what you're going to say, think about how you want to feel when you tell them. So I asked this client, you know, how do you want to feel when you have this conversation with your husband? And she said, confident. So I asked her, okay, like, feel confident right now. Create that feeling in your body. And then once you're truly feeling that way, now tell me how you're going to say it. What are you going to say? And then the words just come so much more easily and naturally from that feeling state. So create calm first, figure out how you want to feel, and then ask yourself, okay, what do I want to actually say? And then it's really important to rehearse this, to practice mental rehearsal. If we're not used to showing up in a certain way, it's so unfamiliar that our subconscious mind rejects the whole idea and we will procrastinate and we'll put it off and and we likely won't even do it at all. So the more you can actually imagine the conversation and do it by first creating the feeling and then saying the words, you're creating new neural pathways in your brain. And the more you practice this visualization, the more you strengthen these neural pathways. And then when it's time to actually have the conversation, your brain says, oh, I know what to do here. I've been here before. And it's not stressful because you don't, it's not kind of like a shock to the system. It's like, okay, I'm calm because I've practiced this so many times in my mind that it just comes out very easily and naturally. And then you won't go into that fight, 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 flight, freeze, or fawn mode. And you'll be able to speak your truth very clearly, very honestly. And then the final piece is, you know, when we're showing up differently in the world, again, the biggest fear is how will this work out? What's the outcome going to be? Will it be well received? And we don't know. And, and we have no control over that. So no matter what happens, what do you want to tell yourself afterwards? What do you want to remind yourself? And when we're you know really insecure about a decision because it comes with so much fear, then we might question, was it the right decision? Should I have said that? Maybe I should have just not said anything. Maybe I should have just kept my mouth shut. But If you want to become this person who can be honest and stand up for herself and communicate and express herself, you have to reinforce that. And so some thoughts are, I'm becoming the kind of person who can speak her truth. And even realizing that communication and honesty is such an important piece of having healthy, thriving relationships. So every time you practice this, you are building these skills which means that in the future, your relationships will be even healthier, even more honest, even more genuine, which is, I think, what we all want. We all want to feel like we can be ourselves and speak openly 
and vulnerably when we're with the people that we care about and the people that are closest to us. So I hope this was helpful. If you are struggling with speaking your voice, I'd love to hear, you know, what's the what's the situation? Send me a message. I would love to help you through that. And I am offering a free webinar this Friday. It is my favorite topic to teach, and that is the yoga of emotion. And as I talked about today, your emotions are what drive how you show up in relationship, what you say, what you do, how you show up in every part of your life. So when you learn to master your emotions and get out of stress responses and be able to generate confidence and calm and ease and all the emotions that will allow you to show up as the person you want to be, then you really feel like you have a sense of agency over your life and over how you're showing up in the world. So sign up for that. The link is in the show notes and I will talk to you soon.